from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is a character creation slash world, world building build. you got slash. It. You're almost there, buddy. Come on. Slash, I believe in you. Slash goof fest. No, but it's a character creation and world building podcast. Every week we take a listener prompt and we uh, we turn them into a beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game character. It is a lot of fun. Now, I, I normally there's a lot of bits here, but I want to yeah. get into things because I have a story to share with you. Okay, so the prompt this week comes to us from a Twitter user, Oint Nilly, and the prompt is Barney Bargist, the candlestick maker. Very good prompt. Very excited about it. I've been thinking about this prompt for several days, but the story yeah. that I want to tell you is I've been thinking about this prompt wrong for several days, and I realized about, I realized about an hour ago that like all of the things I was like, yeah, this is going to be a really good episode are now out the window. Hey, I mean, that's fine. I want, I want the audience to join in on a missed opportunity. This is like Craigslist misconnections yeah. with Barney Bargus. So I originally swore for days that the prompt mentioned being a barber. And so in my <laughs> head, I had established this whole canon of somebody opening a barber shop across the street from Big Jeremy, like completely innocuously, and Big Jeremy just hating their guts. <laughs> and Which I just wanted to share that with you. It's an incredible idea, and I I fucking love it. Big Jeremy, picture Big Jeremy like in all of his power, all of his glory, all of his majesty, looking out over all of fantasy, but then also sometimes standing at the window of the Billy Goat Scrub, just being like, "You can't, you can't. If you make it half price every day, that's not that's not a sale. That's not a sale. <laughs> that's just the price. You just Jeremy. changed the price." Jeremy puts a sign up in the window that's like, you know, kids get a free lollipop with every cut. Ba Barney Barber Gust puts a sign in his that's like, every kid gets a car. And you're like, for fuck's sake, I can't keep up with that. And it's just periodically, he's just standing at the window like, you, I'm going to fucking destroy you. <laughs> so that was what I wanted to share. Now that we've, now that I've shared this with the world. Let's get um, let's get to the episode. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's let's dive in. Uh, so Barney Bargist, the candlestick maker. Jeff, I yes. first want to say I want to start with something that I just discovered because uh, blah, blah, blah. with every like mythical creature prompt, I like to Google what uh, what's up with them. So Bargist, you know, it's like a wolf creature, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so also. I'm reading the origin of the name. This is according to Wikipedia, by the way, which is a very scholarly source. So, uh, ghost in Northern England was pronounced guest, and the origins, uh, the origin is thought to be of the combination Burgist town ghost. Others explain it as, uh, others explain it as cognate to German Burgeist or mountain demon. So these are just thought like town ghost or, uh, or a mountain demon. I, just kind of things. I love town ghost, actually. I I'm do really too. into that. I, I saw that and I was like, ooh, a town ghost. Is is this a is he a ghost that haunts a town? Is Barney a ghost? 
Uh, I kind of like, uh, I like the idea that he haunts a town, but not necessarily haunts it or terrorizes it. I think he's just like the town. The idea of a town ghost is very appealing to me. Also, Jeff, I will, this, my, my two cents in this. What if we told the story of Barney Bargast, but at the end, he has to become a ghost? Yeah, I love that. Like a fun game where we tell the story of him, but then he has to die at one point and become, and why is he haunting this town? I I absolutely love it. We tell the story, we figure it out, and then from there we spin the ghost story of Barney Vargas that haunts this town. Yes. I love it. Let's do it. Oh, okay. So do you want to use a game? I figure let's do, let's go. Central casting is really good at just like giving us a life. So let's just go through central casting like fairly quickly. You know, okay. and we'll talk, we'll just do a real, real classic, real simple central casting episode. And then Sounds good. if at any point we were, if at any point we, we feel like, yes, we've got it. This is, this is the ghost story. We'll go yeah. off script. And from there, we'll just, we'll just riff. I'm really hyped. Um, because last time we used central casting, we kind of invented Big Jeremy in the town of Iron Hill. Yeah. So let's, let's just roll with it. Um, yeah. Uh, do you add some dice or a dice roller? My dice, dice are, roller. my dice are in the other room, so we will not have good dice rolling sounds this week. Oh, I have two dice, but they're both D20s, so I can roll them and then click the dice roller, and no one will be the wiser except everyone who's listening, because I just said it out loud. Fair, fair enough. Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, do you want to roll on uh, a culture? Uh, yeah, we can't. Um, yeah, let's wait. Is there one in central cat, the central casting one? Or do you want to use uh, Madeline Hale's Table Fables available on Amazon in a fabulous book? Let's use Table Fables. Okay. I like Table Fables a lot. And available on Amazon, you say? Yeah, it is. It's quite a good buy. So I'm going to roll a D8. All right. And I'm going to, and then I'm going to click four. So Beast Folk. Beast Folk. Perfect. Fuck. All right. So it's Iron Hill. Um, yeah. Well, okay. What well, is it? Good could, point. Could, yeah, that's Good the thing. Point. Could, I mean, it could be anywhere. It Roll doesn't even have to be in a major to city. determine their level of culture. Okay. Where they grew up. D10 go. Six. We got a six is a native of wilds slash urban. So I'm picturing like a small town, kind of. Yeah, like let's say wilds slash urban. Let's say there's a town built up. It's a, is it an agricultural community? Yeah. A, a town that's centered a around town. agriculture. Yeah, it's a farm town. It's a town centered on agriculture and growth. Yeah, I like that. There's a small farming community. It's quaint. It's picturesque. Quaint, salt of the earth, you know, folk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay, so they're from a small farming community. Roll me a D100. Okay. For their, uh, for their wealth level. Okay. You're going to add two. Okay. Uh, so I got a 92, so 94. 94, well-to-do. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I like that. Do you want to name this farming community? Yeah, I was thinking, um, what do you think about uh, Emerald Ivy? Okay, Emerald Ivy is very good. Let's go with Emerald, the small farming town of Emerald Ivy. It is, um, it is by a, a small river, not like the kind that, like, shipping boats go by, but maybe the kind that, uh, river boats pass by you know they get a little bit of tourist travel but not a ton it's out of the way it's the kind of town that you probably won't really know about unless you happen to be passing by en route to say uh moon crescent or something you know what i mean 
Yeah, yeah. It's I, I, okay. I, I, I will say this: it is a small town just for funsies, uh, somewhere between the Nexus and Purethra Guild. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, where you know it's a beautiful. I think it's more. It's a. I'm gonna say it's a road stop. Like this is a. If you're on Route 66, there are tons of small, charming towns that are considered just pit stops, which yeah. I think is kind of fucked. I, I think it's kind of rude, but I like the idea that this is like a hidden gem. When you, if you were to just drive by it, you'd be like, "Wow, that is beautiful." And I don't. Yeah. If I had time, I would stop there. Yeah, and I think that you get people, like, because, like, the travel takes a long time to get from place to place in fantasy, you get people who stay there for a few days, and they visit the gardens, they visit, Ooh. like, the places, like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm gonna stay here for a few days. It's, I'm kind of picturing a town-sized, like, bed-and-breakfast-type experience. <laughs> yes, a a farmy, wooded, beautiful, cozy, riverside town with really high, beautiful, like, willows, and plant life is lush, and it has that cozy bed. Maybe that's just the primary, that's, like, the primary commerce. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a tourist town. It's, like, it's a gar- It's a farming place, but it's where people go to, it's like a bed and breakfast town. Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, par- like, not parks, per se, but, like, nature preserves, and they're, like, hanging, hanging gardens and that kind of stuff. I really like this. A really nice place. All right, cool. So uh, I'm going to skip over a few of these tables because, like, uh, birth legitimacy and birth <laughs> order. and uh, hey, We, don't need we can roll on siblings or family order if you want, but I'm no, not thanks. loving it. No, thanks. I don't need that shit. No, um, let's keep going. Give me, give me a d20 for where Barney was born. I actually have a d20. Okay. Six. Character's family home. Give me a d100. Subtract six from that. Wait, what was the result of the d20? Uh, Barney was born in his family's small, in his family's small home, one of these, like, cottages in Emerald Ivy, you know, like, uh, maybe his family home is literally a bed and breakfast. Yeah, Since we I kind like of this idea. That. Yeah, because he is well-to-do. Yeah. How, what did we score on that? Like, well-to-do meaning, like, wealthy, or just, like, they're doing okay? Uh, well-to-do is better than, better than average, but not full-on, like, wealthy or rich. So, like... You're doing pretty good. Okay. Upper so they middle- have a pretty successful bed and breakfast. Yeah. Upper middle class. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, roll me a D100 and subtract five from it to see if anything weird happened when he was born. 23. Uh, nothing unusual in his birth. So, okay. So he's had a good, he had a pretty decent, ordinary upbringing. Yeah. I'm thinking that this is sort of like, this is what we would consider like an NPC. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. This is like a, it's just a, it's just a guy who's a candlestick maker. But let's okay. continue. I'm thinking like well, a mundane life so now far. We get into, now we get into the interesting stuff. Now we yes, get please. into life events. Awesome. Here we go. Get to the fun stuff. Significant events of childhood and adolescence. Yay, we're there. I'm not going to ask for specific ages because we'll just say that when they're youth. Yeah, let's just say, what do you want to... Uh, Wait, how does this work again? Sorry. Roll me. Even for people, I need a refresher. Yes, and no, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. people. So uh, now we're going to figure out interesting things that happened to Barney when he was young. When he was young. When he was a young lad. Roll me a D6 and divide the result by two. Give me a D3. I got a one. <laughs> okay. Um. So one is so one thing. One thing happens in childhood. I'm really. Okay, that is really leading me to believe that like Barney Bargast may just have an average life and then we'll i think that might be able to give us a lot to talk about oh for sure okay give me a d20 and add two okay 
11. We're going to take a special events of adolescence. Ooh. Roll me a d20. 17. An exotic event occurs. Ooh, okay. So, ooh, okay. So then I want to set the scene up to this point then. Okay. So in the town of Emerald Ivy, a small bed and breakfast community where weary travelers hang their hat for a few days and take in the humble sights of the beautiful farms, lush gardens, and thick forests, and really get back in touch with nature before they head off to one of the big cities. Barney Bargist is born to a small family, owner of bed and breakfast, and he's doing pretty okay, you know, until... Roll me a d20. Okay, I got a 19. 19. Aaron. What? Aaron. Does he die and become a ghost? There's a terrible accident and the character is killed. Stop it! But he comes <laughs> back to life. No! With... Oh, am I? Okay, okay, no. Let me read this exact thing, because this sets up This sets up oh, exactly uh, where we're going. Uh, I, I, Jeff, I really was like, oh, we're just going to get a character. We're going to tell this cute story. Jeff, he dies as a kid? No, he dies as... He dies... On his 18th birthday. Yeah. No. You know, like, like, yeah, it is, literally it is a, blows out the candles. The stroke of midnight on his 18th, you know what I mean? Like, the day that yeah. he, it's the day that he leaves home. There is something happens and he, there is an accident and he dies. However, the body returns to life with two resident souls. The characters in that have been an ancient alien being. I'm going to, what? I'm going to spin <laughs> this. I'm going to put this on its head a little bit. Can I recap real quick what you just said? Yeah. So Barney Vargist lives an average, simple life until the day he turns 18. He decides, I'm leaving Emerald Ivy. Yep. To do what? It's a, is he, uh, he's, a can, he, he's a candlestick maker. Is it to what? To head to a big city to make better candles? Yes, he's you know? going to open a shop. He is going to start his own business. He is going True, to the he city. Did, he is well off. You're right. He's he's he is going to tra- to chase down his dream, and then something happens and he dies. But I'm going to put it on its head and say that his ghost, the ghost, of, the town ghost of Barney Vargist, awakens, like wakes up and is visible to someone i already have an idea please hit me because i'm i'm in that state where my head is spinning all right he awakens visible only to one not one person but one uh type of person or, or not one person per se he is only visible to those who light a craft-made candle made from one of the, like, quaint craftspeople of Emerald Ivy. Okay, so what that leads me to believe is that in Emerald Ivy, um, candle-making is, like, a cherished craft. Maybe Emerald Ivy has truly the best, like, if you want a scented or beautiful candle, if you ain't shopping at Emerald Ivy, you might as well throw that candle in the trash. Expanding it out a little bit, um, it reminds me of something taking from some of our back home, uh, Mount Holly, New Jersey experience. Shout out to Mount Holly, New Jersey. What, what? Whoop, whoop. Um, do we had no shortage of like, in our town and in neighboring towns, we had no shortage of craft fairs. 
<gasps> no, you're, you're absolutely right. I plan on going to the Cranberry Festival this year. <laughs> what if one of the things Emerald Ivy is known for is these craft fairs where people make candles and wreaths and door knockers and other like things and that's part of what you come by you stay a few days you like you do your touristy thing as you're on your way to purethra guild and you're like hey look i bought a candle or it's like hey look i brought some handmade soap yeah because i do like that emerald ivy is kind of on the map for something where it's like the place to get some crafts yeah it's like a cute like it's um it's one of those things where it's not necessarily it's not famous enough for it that, like, it is known worldwide. Again, it's the type of town that you only really know if you're passing through. Yes. But, like, yes. it's, it's, if you read, like, um, if you read Rose's Guide. Yeah. If you read Rose's Guide, it's like, be, if you're on your way to Purifer Guild, be sure to stop by the small town of Emerald Ivy and pick up some handmade soap, a candle, or, uh, a door knocker. You I won't regret this. it. And it's like this cute little, it's a cute little side note in this quaint little town. But on the day of his 18th birthday, suddenly people that start lighting these candles are visited by this friendly ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so now what? So now every time you light a fame, uh, you light one of Emerald Ivy's candles, a fucking 18-year-old boy named Barney Bargus <laughs> appears before you. Sounds terrible. Also, it's a lot of places at once. Like, what if more people like one? Is okay. I will ask, is it actually him? Um. Cause it sounds like some kind he's in some kind of purgatory. Like he's in some kind of hell. <laughs> to be honest. Barney Vargas did lit like Okay, this is becoming some <laughs> tragic story where Barney Vargas is trapped in candle hell where okay. he like he like how do we do we have to set his soul free or is it just this is it? Sorry, Barney, I, drew the I've short got, straw. I've got well, I've got something. Okay. Barney Vargas is in a sort of purgatory. There's a tragic element to it. Okay. But he is here. Because what the big question is, and what I think I have an answer to, is what or how did Barney Vargas die? I love it. I'm, I, I, this, is, this is the big thing that I've been wanting to get into, because it's just... Okay, so it's a small town on the way from the Nexus to Purithorald. Somewhere in between, you know, lovely, fertile ground, beautiful place. Has anything bad ever happened here before? I'm going to go ahead and say no. No. I think this is, is this turning into some kind of Twin Peaks situation? I know what it is. Aaron, I know what it is. What happened? Nothing bad happened in Emerald Ivy. In fact, something really wonderful happened. Okay. They were having a craft fair. They were having the most wonderful craft fair because something was happening. Something once in a lifetime for this small town was happening. Aaron. Catch was coming to town. <gasps> the Catch Cavalier Show, Necromancer Extraordinaire, rolls into Emerald Ivy on her tour of fantasy. It rolls yes. into town. They have the most elaborate, extravagant craft fair. Every artisan in town is bringing out their finest wares. This is Barney's chance to make his dream come true and to start his, his candlestick-making business. No. I love it. This is it. Suddenly, this is his big break. 
This is his big, this is his moment. Everybody, yes. he puts out his display and everyone is wowed. He's exceptionally good at candlestick making. His candles ha- are crafted in a way that you can tell there is love, like, li- they are lovingly crafted, even as he is presenting dozens of different shapes oh, and varieties. Can- Each one looks oh, beautifully oh, oh. personally carved. Can I have a, can I have a thought on his special candles? Yeah. What I think my visual for these is, is, um, think of it as sort of the image I have is two colors, like a barbershop pole. As you burn it, if you were to have it like in a room on the ceiling or the walls, it tells a story through pictures as you burn the candle. That's beautiful. You know I, mean? that's, I like absolutely it, it displays love that. some kind of light story where it almost looks like paintings on a wall. And as you burn it, it changes and it tells a story. So Barney Vargas is a storyteller yeah. through candle making. Through candle making. That's beautiful. And, 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 um, so, but then what happens is, uh, tragedy almost strikes. There is okay. some sort of accident or some sort of like mishap. Where maybe a a runaway cart or something almost catches catch and kills her. Oh no! Until not even thinking, not even feeling that moment, Barney pushes her out of the way and gets hit with the cart and dies. Oh no! Oh no! Catch, Barney, is you're a hero. Shattered. That, yeah. like, someone she never met, he didn't have any ghosts for her to conjure. He didn't have any business heat like he was just here to sell candles yeah i can't stress enough that there is nothing particularly for lack of a better term like in terms of a fantasy novel there's nothing special about this person he is just like us like an average human being and he just in a moment said i can save someone i can help someone and he did it and he without even thinking not even a second thought you know like there wasn't even a i can take care of this everyone step aside he just does it he just does it and he dies and it's tragic and catch says like i can't i can't repay him like i can't i can never repay this so she does something that she never thought that she would do and she animate she binds what little what little flicker of his soul is still in emerald ivy she binds it to the candles that he crafted so now similar to skelly and the banjo then Okay, then, um, okay, okay, this is, this is, can I link these two ideas then? Yes, please. So, I will say that Barney Bargast, while he is an average, you know, an average young man, in his candles, there are, I want to say, there's some sort of artificer, some kind of rune magic, where it's through fire interacting with these runes, when they burn down, you know, it tells a story. So, these runes, if they can be recreated or recrafted or something linking uh catch cavalier's magic and these runes so that he is tied to so it's not just bar the candles made by Barney Vargas because there aren't an infinite amount of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. But if he can be his memory is kept on through the tradition of this runic candle making. Yes, I love that. It's it's there's something different about the 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 art that he made there's just something about it that like triggers with the necromancy in a weird way and suddenly his soul is not bound to one candle it is bound to any the art of that candle or yeah. any it's bound to any sort of candle or craft object if you hang it if you light it there's a chance it's not guaranteed because i like the idea that his spirit can only be in one place at one time ooh 
it, there's a chance that he will show up and help you. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. So he can only be in place at one time, right? Yeah. Catch Cavalier has tied his to to any candle or any expertly crafted candle. Um, I think that she intended to tie it to like one candle so that he could like basically live forever. Like, yeah, they would light the candle. He would he would get, or at least until the candle burned out, he would get to say his goodbyes. But something okay. about the candle that she tied it to made it tied to any craft any candle made with craft and love and a little bit of unexpected magic okay so does barney bargist appear to witness the story that you put into your expertly crafted candle you know what i mean That's because if beautiful. it's the same kind yeah like he he just comes out to watch like he wants to see what because i think the okay so what i'm going to say is that barney bargist in all of his candles told the story of what it's like to be just an average person in fantasy Mm -hmm. not to be a hero right just to be someone who lives a normal life in a small town and the the charms of that and the beauty in that of just being a normal person who isn't a hero so i think that if if you're telling your story you know even if it's you are a hero or even if you are just a normal person barney bargist may appear if you make that kind of candle to hear your story by viewing the pictures on the wall until it burns out. Or even more so, I think if we're going that route, I think it's that if you're it's 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 if you're making if you're telling a story that is pure and of yourself. Yes. There uh, through if you're making art that tells a story that is pure and that contains a piece of yourself, there is a chance like and it's I think it's it's still limited to the town to like the small town of crafters, right? Yeah, it's, of course. Yeah. And there's a chance that if you tell a story that is personal and meaningful to you that uh, that like there will be a fl- uh, a flicker of wind and uh he will not merely appear. He doesn't just appear to like listen to the story. He appears to help you tell the story that you are meant to tell. He is the the listening ear. He is the the guiding yeah. the calm guiding voice. He is the spirit of the storyteller appearing to those who are sharing their story to help them share the story that they are meant to tell. Yeah, because if it's anything, it's everyone's story should be heard and everyone's Mm -hmm. story should be listened to and appreciated. So I think Barney Bargast will just if you're telling your story about being from a small town in anywhere or just you know yeah i think it's not limited it's not limited i take back what i said a minute ago it is not limited to emerald ivy it is just anybody telling a pure heartfelt story i get what you're saying and it's just and he's there to listen he applauds you know just gives you a nod a silent nod of approval to tell you that like your story is incredible you Mm -hmm. know that your story is worth telling and thank you for telling it like his applaud or his thank you note that he leaves you or something is just to tell you that, like, similar to my own, where I never did anything heroic or spectacular, he did. But it was, mm-hmm. he did it just, you know, he's just a normal guy. He didn't need to draw a magic sword. He didn't need to push a comet out of the sky. He just lived his life and did something grand with it and helped someone else. And it's just something to encourage everyone to just be happy with who they are you know no matter where you are or what situation you're in your story is incredible and he's there to listen to it if you burn this candle right 
Well, I think it's <laughs> that's the funny. That's the part that I think is funny is that if if if, if you make that candle, because well, he's like, I'm not just gonna show up to listen. You better make that candle. <laughs> let me turn on this. Let me turn on my light real quick in my bedroom. <laughs> And then I've got I've got a panel. I've got a twit. I'm gonna turn that on its head in a way that I'm very excited about. <laughs> All right, that idea is hilarious. But you also mentioned that like he leaves a thank you note or something. Mm-hmm. Aaron Barney Vargas is still a candle maker. Oh shit! You tell your you make your you make your art. You tell your story. I think I think he his spirit becomes a sort of spirit of artists and storytellers. So, like, if you write a poem about your, about your first love, if you paint a painting of the farm where you grew up, yeah. if you, uh, if you make the most perfect ivy wreath for someone to hang on their door to welcome visitors, mm-hmm. that ghost might appear behind, might appear and, like, listen to your story and, like, admire your art and give you applause and give you encouragement if you are, like, let me set, let me set a scene for you. Like someone has Yes, please. They've written half of a poem. Okay. Illustrating like their love for their their love for their mothers. Yes. And they've written half of it and they've kind of put it aside, right? And they're like I can't finish it. I don't know where how, what the ending is. There's a chance that that ghost will appear and say you can finish, like, your story is important. If, like, give you the encouragement or, like, suggestion and read it and be like, this is really good. And, like, look at this rhyme scheme that you've set up if you play off of that. And then suddenly it's, oh, wow, I didn't even realize I had set up this rhyme scheme. There's my last four lines. My my story is told. And he claps and there is a a, a gust of wind and a small nondescript, it's not a story candle. It's just an ordinary plain wax candle is left behind. Can I give you can I give you my idea? Yes, please. For a twist on that. Yes, please. Okay. So in all my fantasy children fashion, we just created a beautiful story about like someone who basically is your muse no matter who you are and wants you to tell the story of your life, right? Mhm. I'm not going to ruin the story, don't worry. Um what if though they kind of cannot let go of this candle thing and leaves a note wait and leaves a note being like hey here's the instructions of how to make that story candle if you kind of want to do it and like Whoopi goldberg and patrick swayze you can make the candle together that tells that story where you feel barney vargas sitting behind you at the the candle wheel crafting this story with you because Barney Vargas really wants you to make that candle (laughs) and is like yeah just yeah there you go there you go I think it's I think it's not even so much that like you have to make the candle like he will he will guide you he will guide you through art like he will be like okay yeah this is a really great poem be probably better like here let me pitch let me what if it were a candle let me throw something at the wall see if it sticks what if we made it a story candle and you're like i don't really like candles i live in a i live in a third floor apartment like i can't really and like a gust of wind barney the barney barney vargas is gone barney he just kind of he just kind of goes yeah no that's fine that's cool uh we can finish the poem i just kind of thought that you know like, kind of thought you maybe go with a candle. <laughs> and it's, here's the thing, it's Catch Cavalier's fault <laughs> for binding him to the magic of the candle. So, like, that's all it is, is like, wow, really great story. 
So about how you would here's here's instructions uh, on how to make that story into a really beautiful story candle. It's like yeah, no, I've been to Emerald Ivy and like that's great, but like poetry is kind of my thing. And it's just like hmm, okay. Instead okay, of the applause, fine. is a, it's applause are a little weaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of rude. He just gets a little rude about, it. and it's like he still yeah. does his beautiful. He still helps you achieve your story. It's just he's kind of like. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's not a candle. Like, it's fine, but it's... I'm He's re- just less passionate. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Wow. Oh, so you're you're not making the candle? I mean, I can just head out then. This painting so beautifully captures a place and, and a time that is long gone. Now, and I, I'm so happy that I could help you achieve this. I'm so happy that I could help you find the closure that you were looking for. Now, as a follow-up project, I really think that we could revisit the candle and then the gust of wind and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a beautiful concept. And it's just, with this one really dumb aspect that I love so dearly. Now it's now it's my everything that he's just a little like he's just a little bit pushy sometimes about like Yes. This when when he's first like hearing you be like, This is I wrote this. I wrote this for my father. You know, we we had a really special relationship. And he's like, cool, cool. Betty, does he love candles? No, he is actually really afraid of fire. And so I try to, he's like, okay, cool. No, that's cool. Okay, fine. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Please, uh, can you read me that poem, please? <laughs> yeah, you can uh, start at the beginning again. Yeah, I'll let you know if it's any good. You're you're reading the poem, you're sitting at your desk, and you look over to him, and you're like, hey, you still listening? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. He's, like, gazing out the window of Barney Vargas. He's, like, just this specter. I, I think it's impo- it is important to specify that he's still, like, like he, he fulfills his ghostly purpose of, like, telling your story. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna tell the story of Barney- we're gonna tell the ghost story right now. Let's make a concise version of the story of Barney Vargas. A few years ago, a friend of my cousin told me a story about something that happened to her honest honest to goodness she was crafting my my cousin's friend she makes the most beautiful perfumes she makes they just smell they smell not they don't just smell beautiful they smell like a time and place and you know you smell it and you're taken away and she said that she she started this business because she was making her first perfume real basic sandalwood vanilla she was making it and she was making it because she was going on a date and she wanted to smell just perfect. And she wanted to have a smell that she could remember that first date with forever. She got into making this and suddenly there was, and this is going to sound crazy, a real life ghost in her apartment. He sat back, said his name was Barney, said he came from Emerald Ivy, you know, that crafting town out in, out way out west said that he, when he was alive, he made candles. And he said that his one wish in life was that he would have gotten to make more candles and tell more stories, and so he died. But he kept on making candles and telling stories. So she, my cousin's friend, told her story to him. Told her about the date. Told her how they met. Told her the story, and he listened intently. And I I remember this part. I will always remember this part of the story. She says that he leaned in and said the words, Have you considered making it a story candle? 
She said no because she lived in an apartment. She had a she can't really have fire. Plus, she's got a cat that might knock over the candle. It could start a fire. It'd be a whole thing. He was initially put off a little bit. He was like, "Well, I mean, candles are great. They're wonderful." But she kind of was insistent. Like, I make perfume, and he said, "Okay, fine." And he sat back, and he, you know, they 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 cooled off. Cool, their heads cooled for a second. And then he listened to her story again, and he picked out a flower from the garden that her apartment building had been growing. And she smelled it, and she said, this is the ingredient that was missing from the perfume. And he sm- he took a smell of the perfume and said, this is a scent that I will always remember, and I will always associate with you and your fur- and your love. Thank you. And then there was a gust of wind and he was gone. But on the on her dresser was a small vanilla candle. And she threw it away because she can't have candles in her apartment. <laughs> so that was a beautiful tale. Yeah. Do you want to roll on some candles <laughs> and, and call it a wrap? I, I really fucking do. Because uh, this is a story of just an average Joe who kind of becomes like... For more or less like a, a hero and like a muse and just like an important art. I think this is an important artistic spirit in the world. Like maybe Catch Cavalier didn't tell anybody that she did this. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you know, likes the idea that Barney Barber, that, pfft, whoops, that likes the idea that Barney Bargist now had this ordinary life from this small town, but is now not putting Emerald Ivy on the map, but is becoming it saw how important this person was to the world. Like, you know what I mean? Saw the kind of person that Barney Barber, oh my God, saw the kind of person that Barney Bargist was just by one act of heroism. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, 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 it's too, that's not, this person needs to be known. Yeah. You know, this life, it, it's so tragic that this young man's life flickered out in the way that it did. And I have the power, you know, I have the ability to tell their story, to keep their memory alive, you know, and no one quite knows if this is Catch Cavalier actually tapping in, you know, animating mm-hmm. the true story of Barney Bargus, or if it really is Barney Bargus come, or is it just Catch's interpretation? But Catch kind of doesn't think too much of it, you know. It's it's just too an important. This person is too important not to know, mm-hmm. you know. People people need this. Yeah, and I think that he does good, like. For as pushy as he can be about candles sometimes, he actually really, like, his presence lifts up the world because there are people sharing things, there are people feeling emboldened to share the things that they love. Barney can come to, like, a five-year-old child or someone who's, like, in human age, 85, you know, and it's like, no one's ever had the opportunity to listen to my story. Barney may just sit in a chair and listen to you and, like, not really ask much of you, but I think it's more of just... He's someone that will hear your story, you know, and if you can't, I think it's important that if he, you can't tell your story with an art, uh, Barney will do it for you. Yeah, I think like that's if beautiful. You're, if, if you can't tell this story, you know, due to like physical, like, you know, some disability or age or something, I think that's when a candle will be made. That's when a candle kind of will appear. Yeah, I like, like that. Left behind as a note. And a candle. If you can't do it yourself, or if you don't want to, you know, if you just want that ear, and you just yeah, want someone I think to hear sometimes, your tale. I think it's something where, like, if you really, if it's, if it's, if your story is not for the public, he will be, he will be, he will be your one and only audience, and he will, he will thank yes. you, 
from the bottom of his of his ghostly heart. He will be like, thank you for sharing that. I will treasure it forever. And then simply departs. But he but the important thing is that every story has value and every story should be told. Yes. Oof. All right. That's good. I got some tables to roll on and we'll call it a wrap. <laughs> is, is there a ghost background? There's an artist. There's like artisan. Ah, There's specifically yes, artist. This one is a, a fan-made artist background that I'm really excited about. Yeah, down. Give me a D8 for personality trait. Okay. One. My art is my life. It is my soul, and I will defend it at all costs. Quite literally, his art his, 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 is his existence. Art is his existence. Like, Catch Cavalier is yeah. such an important, amazing person, and he la- gladly gave his life so that her art could continue. Yeah. Wow, because her art is telling stories. Jeff, it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. All right, give me a D6 for an ideal. Six. Minimalism. A little bit of this and a little bit of that is all you need in life. It's such a simple, humble craft, you know, and Mm -hmm. that he turned something so small, like something that's used basically as a tool to like, you know, light a room or light your way. He turned that into such a beautiful art form and a form of expression because maybe maybe he wasn't good at writing, maybe he wasn't good at painting, but he was good at crafting candles and he he used that to tell stories and i think that's what's amazing about his resourcefulness uh, and on a spiritual level it's that it's that what you need is just that little touch of of someone listening or someone saying this is really beautiful and good or someone saying like you're doing so well keep going it's that he's not he's not necessarily overtaking your work it's that he is specifically kind of taking a back seat and saying like you've got this you are telling yeah. a story that like is perfect. It's it truly is what we said of he takes he finds the value in anyone's story, whether or not they're, you know, what people might think live an extravagant life or someone who might live a what people call a simple life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. All right, roll me a D6 for a bond. 4. This is this is this is a, a good roll. I'm excited. I am drawn to travel, to see the world, and to recreate its wonders in art. Wow. That's perfect. I think he thinks there's such beauty in the different, the stories of the different cultures of the world, you know, because mm-hmm. he's just from a small town and he he knows how different everyone's stories can be based on where they grew up in the world or where they're just in the world mm-hmm. and how that can affect someone's story. And he thinks that all of that is an important part in having someone's story told because everyone's is different and especially based on the world they live in. That's so cool. Yep. Th- there's flaws, but I'm looking at them and none of them feel right. So I'm just going to skip it and say that's a wrap because I think that's a good yeah. note is like, well, I have two notes. I have two really beautiful notes that I've just, that kind of just hit me. Yes, please. Um, one is like going back to that idea of drawn to travel. Like, the day that he died was the day that he was setting out on his own to make his dream come true. Like, he didn't know where he was going, but he knew that I'm setting this up and I am leaving home. Yeah. And he did that. And his, you know, he, he, as a, as a spirit, he did exactly what he set left home that day to do, which was see the world and make art and meet artists and achieve that dream. It just came in a way that he couldn't have expected. Yeah, it's, you know, that it is really a beautiful idea that the day, you know, he set out to do what he thought was like, I'm going to open a candle shop. Um, the day he thought he was going to go to a major city and, 
you know, yeah. just do this. What he thought was the thing was the day that his true, what he really wanted was to see the world and, you know, tell stories. Oh, it's so tra- It's tragic, but beautiful. Ultimately beautiful. And the last note that I have is um, Catch Cavalier. There's visual, um, her office, her, her office. She's got her coffee. There is a single vanilla candle on her nightstand and she will never burn it. She, but oh. she keeps it wherever she goes. It is a prize. It is the first, when she sets up her desk to like, she sets up her desk in a new city. It is the first thing out. She's like, I got to put this here. And it is the first thing she puts away because she's like, I have to make sure that I keep like that this is in my bag. Can I? Can I give one note? Please. I have a, I have a visual. Go for it. I have a, So I think in fantasy, it is oftentimes popular that um, when someone is about to pass on to the next life and their spirit rejoins the ley line, that you craft them a bargist candle, <laughs> for lack of a better term, that before they go, they can see the story of their life and the impact that they had Based on, like, if I were to give it to, say, like, a parent, it would tell the story of me experiencing them and their life according to me and all the good that they have done in my life, and they just watch it burn down. Perfect. You know? and I love it. Y- you get to, yeah, and you get to really see the impact they had on someone, tells the story of their life and all the good that they had and all the impacts they had. Yeah, I think it's it's perfect and beautiful, and that is a wrap on Barney Bargus the Candlestick Maker. Oh, it's so good. Thank you so much, Oint Thank Nilly. you so much. That was a beautiful prompt. I really loved it. It was. It really, and it, it, it went to such a nice place, and I'm really, I'm happy that we can have stupid, I mean, I love that we can add a stupid element of like, it's like ghost, you know, and mm. then he watches you and silently judges you and hopes that you make a candle. But ultimately, it is like a story like a about- a beautiful, a beautiful story. Yeah. I love <sighs> it. If you would like to submit a prompt of your own for possibly- helping us tell a ridiculous or beautiful tale, or maybe both. Uh, there are a lot of ways you can do that. There sure are. You can use the hashtag fantasy children. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast. You can also post to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. Or you can email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Or you can post it to our Discord, link to which is pinned to our Twitter. Yeah, and uh, if you have the ability... You can support our Patreon. It helps uh, help us with the cost of hosting fees, con appearances, things like that. Uh, we have two new backers uh, this week. Naomi M. is a recent backer, as well as Logan Shanahan. Thank you so much for your patronage. It is the coolest thing to have someone believe in you. And, you know, if you have the ability to give uh, monetarily, it's such a cool it thing really, to give support. It means a lot, and it is a really tangible means of support. But... If you can't support us financially, that is perfectly understandable. What of course, you, yeah. What, what you can do, uh, a way that you can help the show is by telling a friend on social media or giving us a nice iTunes review, because both of those things help new people find the show. They help us reach new audiences and do cool things. Yeah, it's so true. It just it It's just nice having more people experience our silly stories and fuel us with theirs as they send us what's going on in their head, their creative ideas, because mm-hmm. it really is a collaborative process every single episode. And the more we get, the cooler that is. It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, a quick, so a verbal hug this week. You sound like you had one. I do. It's it's the story of Barney Bargast. Honestly, it's that you no matter who you are, you're you have a story that's you know, worth telling, even if it's only to one person, if it's to yourself, just think, 
Even if you might feel like you're living a mundane or boring life in a not exciting place, that's, it doesn't mean that your story isn't exciting and beautiful and worth telling and worth knowing. So like we talked about in the episode, if you have the ability even for one person to hear it, it's, it's a very therapeutic yeah. experience to share your story with someone. And um, I know that I will say if you want to share your story and you don't have an audience like, you know, at me, like, shoot me a message. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear your story because your story is good and valuable and meaningful. Yeah, it's it's true. It's I mean, a lot of that is a lot of how I feel about that is exactly what happens with all my fantasy children. Mm-hmm. Where like a lot of the things that are I'm going on with me and I'm dealing with, I like try to channel into this fantasy world, you know, to kind of tell my story in any way I can. And I think it's it's very helpful and it's very nice. Mm-hmm. So if you have the ability to do that, I highly recommend it, even if it's in a small way. Because there are people who will care. I care. Jeff cares. Yeah. So you can always add us. Fucking email us. I don't care. Tell us what's up with... What's going on with you? <laughs> I, I love to hear from you if you want to tell me your story. Um, yeah. Looking at my shirt, I'm reminded that I have another podcast. Party of One is an actual play podcast about two-player role-playing games. You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. And I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So until next time, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.